Hi there. We are talking about something that affects so many people, but that nobody wants to talk about. Pornography. Speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn, and to spouses looking for support. This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman, a married couple who have been through this together. We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences, our experience as certified life coaches, and other empowering ideas. We hope this can help you on your journey. Enjoy! Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. We are back after a little summer hiatus of traveling and doing all the things. And can I tell you, it just feels so good to be home. Yeah, it does. (laughs) It almost feels like more of a vacation. Not because of, I think for the sole reason of just, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, having traveling for two months. Yeah. It was a long one. Just the not bouncing around part, I think, is feels like a vacation get to stay in one place for longer than two weeks yeah it's exciting but it was amazing seeing all the people we saw and i wouldn't have changed that yeah we got the kids back in school back in the routine we're gonna i think be more regular with these podcasts (laughs) for a time now well and we planned on it being that way over the summer so but i will say it just feels nice to be back so today we're going to start off with a few it's going to be a shorter episode than normal we're going to start off with a few testimonials from our amazing <clears throat> clients. And then Danny has something he wants to share about beliefs. All right. This one is from Scott. And it's called The Breakthrough I Was Looking For. He said, I had been able to find some success with various programs intended to avoid pornography. Sometimes I could make it three to six months. Sometimes even a year or longer between episodes but I never felt like I was in control. It felt like at any moment I might have an urge and not be able to resist, and I'd be down a losing spiral again. The anxiety was crushing, and I felt worthless, ashamed, and helpless to control my circumstances. In other programs I'd participated in, I felt like we never got to the level of practical tools. There was a gap between my goal and the actions I could take to actually get there. The goal was clear, but how to achieve success was much less so. I wanted more than a hope and pray strategy. I wanted actionable intelligence. I love that, actionable intelligence. Mm -hmm. That's such a cool spy thing to say. I wanted actionable intelligence that combined what I knew of brain science with my own spiritual goals and expectations. I wanted to exercise my own faith to succeed, but I wanted tools I could use to get there. About four months into the process, I had a Neo moment. You guys know Neo from the Matrix? I had a Neo moment, like at the end of the first Matrix movie, when he finally realizes he can control his environment and can see the world for what it really was. Such a cool part in that movie. So then he says, "Um, I had experienced an urge, and instead of autopilot taking over and following a familiar path to undesirable outcomes... I was able to stand apart from my urges, acknowledge them for what they were, and choose to dismiss them. I felt like I was in complete control, which was a totally new experience. I could choose the outcome myself. It was so empowering. It was the breakthrough I was looking for. I knew in that moment that even if I failed again in the future, I'd hit a turning point and there's no going back. Mm, That's so good. I'm so much more conscious of my feelings and how those are part of my life. I'm so much more aware of myself and my thoughts and have been able to intentionally direct my thoughts in more productive directions. 
I was looking for a game changer, and I feel like Danny's program delivered that. My anxiety over this issue is gone. My sense of control is a thousand times better. It's like night and day. The shame and despair I used to feel are gone. I'm more confident, and I feel so much more capable. I've been able to use these same principles in every aspect of my life to great benefit. I feel like I'm in com complete control of my life, perhaps for the first time ever. Not in the sense that I can control events, but that I can choose how I respond to them, and that is powerful. So good. So good. So awesome. That's inspiring. Yeah. And at the end of this testimonial, there's a question that says, how in control are you now with porn slash masturbation? Zero being out of control and 10 having complete control. And this guy put 10. He did. It's pretty spectacular. He did. That's what Scott created for himself through this process. It's awesome. It's amazing. So amazing. All right. So I'm going to share a consult from one of my past clients who I just, I mean, I love all my clients dearly. And I know, like while I read this, I'm just like, man, I miss coaching him. I know. That's how I feel too. That's <laughs> I how I feel about guy. her. So this person says she had known me in the past and kind of followed me on social media. And then she said, my initial intrigue in her coaching program was coming from a place of wanting more contentment in my life. I am a stay-at-home mom, and although that is my chosen, quote, profession, I, one I am deeply grateful for, I would often find myself mindlessly going about my day, often with a buzz of anxiety in my core. Lindsay was a complete inspiration, and I wanted everything she spoke of in my life, but I never committed to a consult. Fast forward a few months, my husband and I had been attending couples therapy, and a betrayal had surfaced, leaving me devastated. Desperate for help, I finally set up that consult. I was unsure of coaching on top of therapy would be overwhelming. Lindsay assured me that they could go hand in hand, and she was so right. I can't adequately describe how much Lindsay and coaching has changed my mind and my life. I am more present than ever in my life. I am able to make clear-minded decisions. I know myself on a deeper level than I ever have before. Through coaching, I was able to process a lot of pain, trauma, and that difficult betrayal I spoke of. But more than that, it taught me the skill to continue doing so. If you have gotten this far, then go click that consult button. You will not regret it. Lindsay's program is truly nothing short of life-changing. So awesome. Oh, I miss that client. <laughs> I wish I could just like hang out with all these people. <laughs> uh, so right. cool. Awesome. And, and these are just a few examples of what lots of people are doing through this process. Um, and, you know, we're just so grateful to be a part of it. It's yeah. a joy for like, us they to really, watch this. Like they are the he like they are the heroes of their story and we just feel completely honored to be a part of it. You know, like I always tell people Okay. These are some awesome concepts that I don't feel like I made it up or anything. I feel like it more just I was telling Lindsay, I feel like it just kind of has revealed itself through my experience, through my own work on myself and using coaching model and thought work principles and just all the stuff I've learned. And, um, and then also experience working with people. It's these three things just are so useful to bring up and they come up all the time. And it's just a quick way to break things down that can help you that much more quickly and readily and easily create transformation for you in your life. Okay. Yeah, so, so he calls it dealing with sticky beliefs. Yeah, three reasons beliefs stay stuck, right? Because what we do with people, right, is 
it's all based on the idea that your thoughts are creating your results in your life. Okay, and so if you don't really love your current results, then that means there's some changes in your thinking that will be required in order to create the results you do want in your life, right? And so this is a big part of what we do with people. Um, but sometimes along the way, when you're doing this, beliefs can feel sticky. Ones you know you want to let go of, or you suspect that you might want to let go of, and maybe you have an idea what you'd, what you'd rather think and believe instead, but you can still, they can kind of feel a little hard to move sometimes, what yeah. we're going to say. And just to be clear, like in coaching, in coaching speak or our coach speak, a belief is a thought that you think over and over and over again that gets hardwired pretty deep, all right? So yeah, yeah. we're talking about talking about it in that context. Perfect. Thank you for adding that. Okay, so three of the big reasons that beliefs or thoughts stay stuck are these. Number one, not owning that the thought is 100% optional, especially once you're conscious of it. Number two, if you're judging yourself for the thought or that pattern even being there in the first place in some way. And number three, not being willing to feel and process the feeling that comes from that thought. Mm-hmm. And we'll dive more into that. Don't worry. Um, let's let's kind of break these down one by one. The first one, not owning it, right? Like, first of all, we have sixty to 70,000 thoughts a day, and 90 to 95% of those are unconscious, mm-hmm. right? But those unconscious thoughts still affect everything we do and what's happening, what we're creating in our life. And so, sure, you can't control every thought that, comes up for you Mm -hmm. because of that unconscious part of your brain, but you can use that part of your 5-10% conscious energy and thinking time to kind of open up the hood and see what's going on in that unconscious part of your brain. Yeah. I love love thinking about it like our our subconscious thoughts. They are definitely there, like steering the ship, but that doesn't mean that we can't, in our awareness, still like guide things like right. a degree at a time it can it may feel overwhelming if you're like how in the world could i ever figure out all these you know tens of thousands of thoughts it gets to start with one thought and it can be really simple yeah one at a time as long as it takes till you get where you want right that's what i say and you know even though a lot of our thoughts are unconscious that doesn't mean we're not still completely responsible for how we respond or react to those thinking patterns, right? So once you are aware of those thoughts that, that have been happening unintentionally or unconsciously, that's when all the power is yours, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's where, you know, maybe you identify a thought, but it feels like locked in, like it's not going anywhere. Yeah. That's where you can just start playing with some questions around it. Like, okay, who am I without this thought? Kind of start separating yourself from the thought. Like if this thought isn't me, where did it come from? When did I start first thinking this thought? Yeah, which kind of leads into number two. But was there anything about number one that you wanted to... Oh, and then what would it take for me to... 100% believe that this thought is optional and Mm. completely my choice whether to continue thinking it, right? Mm -hmm. And 
if you're not willing to fully own that, then beliefs can stay stuck for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, and maybe just owning that, like, maybe, like what Danny said, you know, where did this come from? Yeah, like, where did this come from? Which we'll get into a little bit more in number two. But just owning that you get to decide where to go with it from here. Your thought isn't who you are. It doesn't define or determine what type of person you are. But just owning that it's at your conscious, at your awareness today, that that's yours, and what do you want to do with it? Yeah. Yeah, and I'll tell you, even if you don't even choose what you want to believe instead yet, or what you want to think instead, just really getting to a place where you own that it's totally optional to whether you keep thinking a thought, just that alone is going to free up so much power for you to shift into transformation mode, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't even have to choose what you want to think next a lot of times. Like, just that can really free things up. Yeah. But then, yeah, it will become clear what you want to think. Yeah. All right, so let's look at number two. Yeah. So Um, do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. So judging yourself for thoughts that come up. I can't tell you how many times, you know, when we start with this thought awareness with clients, how much, you know, judgment comes into it. I can't believe I, I thought this. This came to mind. Like, we, people really, really blame themselves. Or like, that's dumb or that's ridiculous for that things, I would do that. Yeah, for things that they think about themselves, people they love, their bodies, you know, anything. They just start really, You can people can really judge themselves for it. And what I will say is that, like, as long as you are judging yourself, you're not creating the space to change it, right? And also, it's... I really, really need everyone to know that, like, the thoughts that come to our sur- the surface, like, the thoughts that are in our subconscious right now, like, so many of them were not planted by us. We have been internalizing thinking patterns and thoughts and ideas and beliefs from all over the world, like, since we were born. Okay, and so stuff you've internalized from TV, from, you know, familial cultural culture, religious culture, media, you know, playing on sports teams, all of this stuff, like your brain has taken that and internalized it and created, you know, thoughts and belief systems for for you. It's done it on your behalf in some way that may have been a fit and may have helped you survive. And so... As you as this stuff starts coming to the surface, just know that like it doesn't actually mean you know you don't need to blame yourself for anything that comes to the surface. Now we just know now that there is stuff coming to the surface because of you're allowing yourself to be more aware of what's been steering the ship. Now we can do something with this, right? With this belief or this thought garden. Do we want to nourish it? Do we want to prune it? Do we want to completely discard it? And do we what do we want to plant? Okay, so just know that. The judgment will not get you anywhere. And so whatever you can do to go into compassion and curiosity, like that is the key to, you know, helping with these sticky beliefs. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and just know it's, it's really normal to, a lot of us have learned to judge ourselves when we see things like this come up. And so just notice it. And then if you notice yourself judging yourself for judging yourself, Mm-hmm. Notice that too, and then redirect, right? Like, yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. just kind of check in with yourself, right? Like, if if a belief feels kind of sticky to you, and you kind of want to change it, just ask yourself, like, am I owning it one hundred percent? Am I judging myself for this being there? Just sort of check in. What would it be like to just let it be okay 
that this belief is there and maybe see that it makes a lot of sense. Like Lindsay said, like it makes so much sense that this pattern is there. Maybe I'm right where I'm meant to be yeah. with what I've learned and what next. Yeah, and I can't tell you like how life-saving, I'm not going to say life, not life-saving, but as far as me enjoying my life more, um, having a coach to like where I just felt safe, like sharing some of the stuff that comes up, like where I'm like, how is this here? Like, I feel like such a jerk. Why am I thinking this, you know? And for her to help me get clarity on like why it's there so that I can like have compassion and move compassion for myself and my past self and for old wounds so that I can move through and process this stuff. It's just been everything for me. It's Mm. been amazing. Yeah. That's where it's really powerful to, to end so much of that healing and um, dropping the judgment can come so much easier mm-hmm. when you have a witness that's yeah. willing to be there with you in it and look at it with you just in a curious way. And they're not threatened by it. They're not mm-hmm. going to get out of there as soon as they see it, right? Like yeah. just to be there with you in it. Like that. there's so much healing that comes just from that process. That's part of what I love about coaching. Um, anything else on that for number three? Okay, so then number three third reason beliefs can stay stuck is not being willing to feel and process the feeling that comes from it okay so let's explain this just review this right thoughts create feelings any feeling you have is created by a thought it's a useful way to look at it Uh, it's very science-based and Feelings then drive your actions. Actions create the results in your life, right? That's part of how thoughts kind of lead to all of this. Something a lot of us have learned to do is not want to feel things, especially things that are uncomfortable. But also, a lot of us have made a habit of resisting feelings so much that we actually resist the positive stuff too and we don't want that to go too far in that direction well and i think that's because you know those that those those more those emotions that have higher vibrations or that we might seem say are like on the extreme end of the feeling spectrum like deep 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 pain or extreme joy it's like if two sides of the same coin if you're buffering out your that pain because you're not willing to feel it unfortunately you can't have it both ways where Right. You can feel that extreme, elated joy. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can't only buffer out the negative. You, if you could, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's that's something good to keep in mind. If you have, you know, like with porn, this is something I tell guys, like, okay, yeah, you can use it to buffer from your feelings, but just so you know, for all of the negative emotion you buffer from with this, you're buffering out an equal amount of positive emotion in your life and so then it's it becomes less a question of oh i'm just avoiding pain and more a question of do i want to just avoid my human life experience Mm -hmm. right do i really want to be in a life where escaping it is my go-to right yep um okay so a lot of us have learned to do this we we've learned to avoid and resist and react to feelings right um But because these beliefs create feelings, um, something I've noticed for me and in my experience is that if you're not willing to feel the feeling created by that belief that's getting stuck, that can be a big reason that it's staying stuck. And on the flip side, if you're willing to learn how to be with the feeling and allow it to come in, be curious with it, 
and kind of let your body and brain do what it's naturally designed to do, which mm-hmm. is metabolize it or process it, almost like digesting a cheeseburger. Like you can digest your feelings, right? And then it flows through and your body knows what to do with it. Mm-hmm. If we're not willing to let our body do that, we can kind of get hung up on it and the belief can stay stuck longer. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so that's something we go deeper into in our coaching programs, and I, it's some of my favorite work is just really helping people sit with and process these emotions. And yeah, like there's, there's just it's kind of just part of who we are as humans, and stuff comes up, and it keeps coming up even after you get coaching. But I can't tell you like having the skill of being able to do this on your own um, and having different modalities and ways to do it will change so many things that will help you get out of your anger, you know, like move through your anger instead of being stuck in your anger, move through your pain instead of being stuck in your pain. So it makes a huge difference. And then it helps, you know, knowing how to process and drop into those negative emotions that also opens up you being able to drop into like the joy and like those beautiful days and just really feel and celebrate those too. Yeah. This is an area where I think Lindsay and I both, uh, we emphasize this a lot in our coaching, mm-hmm. uh, is learning how to feel the feels. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think we've seen and learned that it is such a powerful way to enhance, enrich your life, uh, find more healing, mm-hmm. more transformation that you're looking for. Um, and it's something that you definitely don't want to skip over. And if you're getting stuck on a belief, it's another thing to just check in with on yourself is, am I resistant to feeling the feeling created by this belief? And am I willing to sit with it for long enough to allow it to kind of move on through? So good. Yeah. All right. Should we review the three just real quick? Sure. All right. Three reasons beliefs stay stuck. Number one, not owning the thought is 100% optional, your choice. Number two, judging yourself for it even being there. And number three, not being willing to feel the feeling that comes from it. Yeah. And if you're more, if you're curious about this, if you've heard these testimonials and you're like, huh, what is keeping me stuck where I am? I encourage you reach out to me or Danny, talk to us. Let's, we want to help you see where you are keeping yourself stuck and what, you know, what could break forth if you were able to kind of open up to, you know, changing some of the beliefs or thinking patterns that are keeping you stuck in your life. Yeah. And if, if you are, if you do suspect that you might be wanting help, but you're kind of holding back, I think I would just offer your brain this question. Like, what would open your mind up more to taking that next step that gets you where you want to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what is it? What would open you up to that? And if you know it's something you want and you're a little worried about it, like what is it costing you to not? What has it cost you and what could it cost you? Yeah. All right. All right. So glad Take you guys, care, guys joined us. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us. Whether it's for both of you or just yourself, you'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you. For more information or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites, lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. 
For freebies or other guides mentioned, check out the show notes. And to our current clients, we love you and thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey. Thank you.